What's up, guys, and welcome to the Bernard Pollard Show. I am your host, Bernard Pollard, and I thank you for watching today. Now, week six, guys, we're going to talk about week six, but we got to continue to talk about this bad officiating. The refs have been awful. Like, they've been piss poor awful. The refs owe NFL teams, fans, players an apology publicly because it's been that bad all year long. And as I've said before, when I played, and I'll say it now, if the, if the referees are fined, if they're suspended, and if they're fired, the, 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 the calls will be a lot better and a lot cleaner. Games will be a lot smoother. Why? Because there are repercussions. It's BS, the mess that I'm seeing. And I, I've been on that football field. This happened when I played. And it's still happening, and it's worse now. It is getting out of hand. We're testing out. We're trying out this challenge rule, OPI, DPI. It ain't worked. It's bullcrap. Coaches don't know what to do, when to do it, how to do it, where to do it, because they don't know. It's too much gray area with the NFL in rules. It, that's what happens when you try to implement a whole bunch of rules. It's gray area. NFL and officials, y'all owe the fans, the players, and teams. Y'all owe us an apology. Because you screw teams over from victories, from points, whatever it may be. Players from getting fined, whatever, and got to appeal to get your money back, whatever it may be. You owe an apology publicly. I'm sorry, y'all, but I had to start off that way, and it's probably going to get worse because I'm about to talk about the Tennessee Titans. Now, for everybody that wanted to talk about me for saying, oh, it's a controversy in, in Tennessee with Ryan Tanner Hill and, and uh, Marcus Mariota. Guys, Marcus Mariota sucks. You could talk about all the coaches that he's had. You could talk about what he sucks. That's just what it is. He is a good guy. I don't know him personally, but at the end of the day, when I'm looking at the football player that's on film, I'm looking at what he's doing. It is not good. It's not consistent. The only thing he's consistent at is, is being inconsistent. He's consistently inconsistent. This is a safe player in a safe organization making safe calls, losing football games. That's the only thing that team is consistent at, is losing games. This ball club has a, a, a playoff caliber defense, honestly. Playoff. Playoff caliber. 16-0 to zero to the Denver Broncos. Held Joe Flacco to 177 yards. Held the running back to almost 70 yards, if I'm not mistaken. And you lose the game. Joe Flacco threw an interception. I'm sorry, Joe Flacco had no. Joe Flacco had 177. Uh, Lindsey had 70 yards. Yo, and you can't win a game. Offense can't put up points. Freaking Mariota, 63 yards, two interceptions. Benched. So for all of Tennessee media. Everybody covering the Titans, all the fans that got upset with everybody who said, you know what, is a quarterback controversy. You know what, Ryan Tannehill is actually really good. You know what, Mark Mariota is not really good. Everybody up in arms. He is good. He's the face of the franchise. He is this. He, he suck. That's what it is. It ain't me hating on the football team. I can care less about what the team is doing. All I'm, I'm talking ball. What's out there on the football field, and he's been bad, along with the offensive line. Uh, uh, so he was benched. It should have been some other players on the offensive line bench as well. We got to call a spade a spade. Am I saying Ryan Tannehill is savior? Nope, I'm not saying that at all. But you know what? He's a better passer than Marcus Mariota. Now we're going to be able to, now we can shift the blame and say, you know what? Now it's time for the receivers to be consistent because he's going to be able to get them the ball if he can get the time to block uh, with, by the offensive line 
Offensive line has got to be consistent. This is the offensive line. Oh, for the boys. For the boys. And you ain't blocking for the boys. Come on, man. The same thing is being said week in and week out, and nothing is changing. Defensively, they are they're holding their ground. They're doing what they need to do. They're lining up. They're showing up and balling out. It's time for the offense to show up, too. Like I said, 16-0. to zero. Didn't give up a, a touchdown through the air. Gave up a freaking touchdown on the ground. 70 yards to a top back, and you lose a game. 16-0. to zero. You couldn't put up points. Got to do something about the play calling. Got to do something about the quarterback position. Got to do something about the offensive line. Derrick Henry only had 15 carries. Like, this man, why is he only having 15 carries? It's crazy to me. You gave Deion Lewis $30-something million, if I'm not mistaken. I'm 20-something million, whatever it was. And he had one carry? At least... You gave him that money. If he had 16 carries, I could say, okay, you gave him money, run him. But Derrick Henry, are you, are you not wanting to pay him? Why is this man only getting 15 carries? This is a safe offense. So everything needs to go through the run anyways. Run that man. It ain't like you're going spread and everything else. You're standing in two tight end sets. You're standing like, I, if you're going to spread the ball, spread the ball. If you're not going to spread the ball, run that man. No reason for him to have 15 carries. At all. You wonder why you're losing games. As we move on to the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Jets. Now, for all you Cowboys fans, I always said, I didn't think that this team, the Dallas Cowboys, were contenders. I thought they were pretenders, to be honest with you. I said that they were going to lose those two games. I said they were going to struggle with the Jets. And they end up losing to the Jets. This is a ball club that, I mean, they they got a couple uh, pieces missing with injury, but at the same time, this is a good football team. I don't know if it was just coincidence that the players ran by the head coach and didn't slap his hands or they just, I don't know what it was, but something's going on here. Defensively, they're solid. Front seven, I like. Secondary, I'm not sold on. They're okay. So they're going to struggle when they go against high-powered offenses or good offenses. But for this offense, you got Gallup, you got, um, you have, Freaking uh, cop! Why can't why can't this team score? Why, why why is this team struggling like this? Offensively, it's taking them a long time to get going. This is crazy. Dak Prescott, I think he's worth the thirty million a year, but at the same time, what is going on? One reception with Amari Cooper and did, did he get hurt? Got a ninety million dollar running back. He rushed for a hundred, but at the same time, you got pieces in here. You got to win football games. All the, the glamour and everything else, all that stuff is good, but win games. I understand you America's team, but you got to win football games. You let a man come off of injury with mono, and he's a darn good quarterback. And this is what the Jets have been missing, quarterback play. They stepped in, and he shredded the Dallas Cowboys. Got look at it. Sam Darnold, 338 on 22 completions, two touchdowns and an interception. Le'Veon Bell ran for 50. Anderson caught five for 125. Crowder caught six for 98. These boys is balling, man. The Cowboys got to figure out a way to win. They got to figure out what the crap they're going to do. Jerry Jones, you got to step aside and make a move. Got to make something happen. Because if the head coach ain't the guy, get him out. Got to do something. But for this football club 
to be out here playing like this, to be a 3-3 three and three team right now. Three straight losses. Not producing. Not doing anything. Got to make something shake. Moving on to the New York Jets. Another New York team. New York, or New York Giants. I'm sorry. Another uh, New York Giants and the New England Patriots. I said before, I'll continue to say I'm not sold on Daniel Jones. He's going to be good. But Eli Manning could be doing what this guy is doing. Hate it. Whatever. I don't care. Eli Manning is still a good quarterback. He's still got it in his tank. Let him play. This football team, you got Golden Tate back. You got a receiver that can produce. Let him play. We're looking at Daniel Jones, 15 for 31, 161 yards, three picks, one touchdown. Eli Manning could be doing that. So if you're here, if this is just a throwaway season, which I think it is at this point, this team ain't going to win no games. Defensively, they are awful. Offensively, they're not going out and getting any pieces. They need another receiver. Their running back is down right now. We got to make some shake. Eli Manning should be playing to me. Personally, I think because the, the decision making by Dale Jones isn't there. He doesn't understand it. So if this team is saying we can still make the playoffs or we can make a push in the NFC East, how? How are you going to make a push in the NFC East with a rookie quarterback? He hasn't seen a lot of things. They're still going to be mixing stuff up and it's still going to be new to him. Eli Manning could be doing it, but I doubt they make that change because once they went with Daniel Jones, they said, we're going to go with him the rest of the season, or that's the decision that they that, that they made. You can't go back against that. So this New York Giants team, nah, they ain't happening this year. The the freaking New, the New England uh, Patriots, th- this is a team, I don't hate them. I got a lot of battles against them. At the same time, this, this team has performed well. Defense is awesome. Defensively, the, the New England Patriots, awesome. Special teams, awesome. Offensively, I don't see the same spark as I've seen the last couple of years. Don't know what it is. I just, the spark isn't there. So when I watched Tom Brady, yeah, he, he had 334 yards passing. Didn't have any, he had, didn't have any touchdowns. He had one interception. I'm not seeing that juice like I've seen. Sonny Michelle's ball. He, he's doing some good things. They do a great, great, some great stuff with their backs. But I'm just not, I don't know. I still think they beat teams before they even play them. Psychologically, they beat teams before they play them. Games are won. Just because when teams play the New England Patriots, they're defeated already if you don't go slap them in the mouth. Got to understand that. To beat the New England Patriots, you got to slap them in the mouth. Step into their facility or when they come to, you slap them in the mouth and don't back down. And got to keep hitting. But like I said, defensively, this team balling, I don't see the spark with them offensively. Moving on to the Philadelphia Eagles and the Minnesota Vikings. Zach Brown did some talking, and he got fired. Talked about Kirk Cousins. Said he was the weakest link. Kirk Cousins absolutely shredded, shredded the the, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Shredded them. Now, this should be a lesson learned. If you play linebacker and you talk a mess against a quarterback that's throwing against your secondary, you should shut it up because you ain't covering his receivers. You're going to drop down his zone and cover running backs. He's going to shred that secondary. And that's exactly what Kirk Cousins did. This man balled, man. Kirk Cousins freaking 333, four touchdowns and an interception. Stephon Diggs, three touchdowns. Thielen had one touchdown. Stephon Diggs freaking 167 or seven receptions. Shut it up. Don't talk noise. If you ain't guarding them, don't talk noise. Let that stuff come through your pads. Let your pads do the talking. Don't let your mouth run. You don't win games through the media. You really don't. Shut up, especially if you don't play the position. 
Now, if you'd have talked about the running game, cool. You go down there and you hammering and spilling and tackling the backs and taking on linemen and everything else. But when you talk Messi as a quarterback that's going to be throwing most of the game, no, that's bull crap. And that's why he got fired. That's why he got fired. But we're looking at freaking the best run back in the game, 41, uh, uh, 41 yards rushing, and Dalvin Cook, and Madison came and had 63. He balled. Got to look at Carson Wentz. He, Carson Wentz, man, I like this kid. 306, two touchdowns, and an interception. Yo, he's doing some He's doing some good things. He's he's going over and beyond trying to help his team win. And I think he's using so much each week, he's burning himself out. Honestly, that, that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. That's just my opinion. That's what I see when, when I'm watching the, uh, the film. But this 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 Eagles team is going to have to do something. I'm not sold on Minnesota. I, I, you know, you had the last couple weeks a player called out. Uh, called out Kirk Cousins, and, or his, his own player called him out, and now another player just came and called him out from the opposing team. Somebody need to keep calling him out in order for him to play good. So if I'm his teammate, I'm telling let's take turns calling him out so we can continue to get play like this because that's the only way. This boy has been playing lights out the last couple of weeks. So I think that's, that's how they do this. As we move on, the San Francisco 49ers, 5 and freaking 0. Oh. I didn't want to believe it. I really don't want to say it because I know as soon as I say they the real deal, they contenders, they're going to come out here, drop a goose egg, and lose like five in a row. But I'm going to go ahead and say it. The San Francisco 49ers look good, man. They look freaking good. So for all you 49ers fans, congrats. 5-0, and oh, balling out. Garoppolo making it happen. No touchdowns and interceptions. Threw for 243. But, I mean, making it happen. Defensively, I really like this defense. This defense is solid. These boys going off. Tevin, Tevin Coleman is – I like Tevin Coleman. I really – I like to see that boy run the ball. He only had 45 yards with a touchdown, but they're doing enough. They're doing enough because I think they realize defense is the backbone. Defense is making it happen. When they hit, they spark and they do some good stuff offensively, cool. But defense is the main thing that's making it happen for this football team. And – like I said, if I say they're the real deal, they can come on goose egg next game and then lose like five straight. But they the real deal. They beat a pretty good dog on Rams team. And golf really ain't playing well at all. If Mariota was benched, golf should have been benched too. 78 yards? You just got paid how much money some weeks ago? Oh, my goodness. 13 for 24, 78 yards. And for running, I, I, mean, I don't even see Gurley on here. The second highest paid running back in the National Football League. And this man is not even playing. Is he still hurt? What's going on? We got to figure that one out. What is going on with Gurley? Why is he not producing? We. Th this is crazy. But for Goff to come out here with McVay, McVay is an offensive genius. Is it that they found out, they know about them, film is on them, they know how to play them, game plan them, whatever it may be? I don't know. But all I know is the San Francisco 49ers put that foot up in their tail and they won they didn't take it out all game long. So now this team's sitting at three and three. We got two teams, the Dallas Cowboys and the Rams. Start off three and oh. And you come out and lose three straight. Both teams. Freaking awful. As we move forward, Pittsburgh Steelers. And the freaking L.A. Chargers. I keep wanting to say San Diego. The Pittsburgh Steelers won't play no games. I, when I cut the game on, I, now I'm going to be honest with you, I got in at halftime. And it was 20, I think it was 21-0. But getting at halftime, I'm looking like, oh, snaps. These boys playing some ball. 
But I, I mean, I, 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 I look at this team. I look at this Chargers team. Phillip Rivers. Now, I want y'all to understand something. Phillip Rivers is going to play a game or two where it's just awful every year. That's just who he is. It's been like that since I've been in the league. He's going to, if he doesn't play, it's going to come late. And if it doesn't come late, it's going to, well, if it doesn't come later in the regular season, it's going to come in the playoffs as we've seen last year. But Phillip Rivers has been, he's been mediocre. But he's 320, three, uh, 322 touchdowns and, three, and two interceptions. And then I saw him choking up somebody on social media. So this joke out here, they balling. They came back. They ended up losing the game freaking 17 to 24. They were down 24 to zero. And then ended up coming back and scoring 17 in the fourth. So this is a high-powered uh, ball club. The, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, just, they got after their tail. And they jumped on them from the start. They deal with the third string quarterback, and he threw for one twenty in Hodges. He threw, or I'm sorry, three one one thirty two, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, a touchdown and an interception. But rushing the ball, freaking snails, seventy five yards. Um, Connor, forty one yards. This team is they they they're doing something. They need to get back at it. This is a, both both teams two and four. Pittsburgh still is two and four, and they know they need to claw their way back to get in contentious. They're game, two games behind, I think, in the, in the FC North, if I'm not mistaken. So we're going to move forward to the team that I said, I think this is going to be a special year for the Houston Texans. Stepped into Arrowhead, and they went toe-to-toe with a high-powered offense. The Houston Texans are special. I'm caught, Yo, this team is nice. I like what they're doing offensively. Defensively, they're they're dropping like flies, but at the same time, they're doing enough up front. Uh, they're making some plays when needed, but offensively, this team is freaking special. This whole team is special, but we got to look at this. The Houston Texans stepped in against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. They freaking uh, Deshaun Watson, man, 30 for 42, 280, one touchdown, two picks. Now, we could... Yeah, the two picks, we don't want to see that. But at the same time, he's moved the ball. He moved the ball. He did a good job all game long. Carlos Hyde came in 26, carries for 116. You got to like that. They ran the ball down their throat. Freaking fails, had six receptions, 69 yards, nine receptions for Hopkins for 55 yards. I mean, it was drop ball after drop ball because he should have had more yards uh, throwing. Freaking Fuller balled out the week before. He had some key drops. But this team came in and went toe-to-toe with an offensive genius in Andy Reid, a heck of a quarterback in, uh, in Patrick Mahomes. And we all understand Patrick Mahomes, 273 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. This boy's going to ball. He's going to get his stats. You're not going to stop him. He's going to get his stats. You just got to limit him. If you can limit the big plays, you beat the Kansas City Chiefs. If you beat their defense, you beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And this is exactly what happened. They made plays against this Chiefs defense. This Chiefs defense is solid. They don't communicate. It took them a long time to get after the quarterback. This this Houston Texans team is special. Now, for all you Chiefs fans, now obviously I was drafted by the Chiefs. I love Kansas City. I love the Chiefs. But when we look at this Kansas City Chiefs defense, yes, this offense is good. But when you look at the defense, the defense is solid. That don't communicate. So you're going to have breakdowns. You're going to have mess ups in areas. If you don't, if you don't uh, stop the run, if you don't stop the pass, you're not going to be really good. You're not going to be consistent if you don't communicate. Guys are going to be out there on the island. 
not knowing and understanding what to do. If you communicate, you eliminate some of those mistakes. And we're seeing this Chiefs defense constantly just give up little things because they didn't talk about it pre-snap. That's what's going on with the Chiefs defense. You can't be solid, not communicate, and think you're going to win. Because that leaves the Chiefs offense having to score 40 points a game to beat teams. And that's bullcrap. Got to do better. So, hey, y'all, thanks for tuning in to the Bernard Pollard Show. I appreciate you. Hey, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. And, guys, if you want to talk ball, hit me up on Twitter at CrushBoy31. Take it easy. Peace out.